0: Hi, this is Carrie Ann Reed-Brown, and this is Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American Podcast. I'm excited that you're here today listening to this episode, and I want to welcome Krista to the podcast. Krista, welcome to Carry On Friends. What's going on?
1: Hi, Carrie Ann. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. I'm glad you're here for real, for real, because we're going to talk things about. Well, before we tell people why you're here, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, Caribbean country you represent and all that good stuff?
1: Sure. So I am the founder and creator of Walkout. It is a high energy soca dance fitness class. We offer both in-person and virtual classes. I also have a nationally accredited walkout instructor training program. And yeah, that's what I do. I represent Guyana. I was born and raised in Toronto. Uh, I'm of Guyanese heritage on all sides of my family. And I'm excited to be here. All right. Awesome. I do have a nice subsection of the audience who
0: are from Canada area who live in the US now. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the USA don't know if you want to go back. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. (laughs)
1: That is all conversation.
0: (laughs) Yes. So let's give the audience a little bit about what made you start Workouts and uh, a little bit about the journey there, why you started it. And then I'll ask you some questions because COVID is not really working for the workout (laughs) folks and us. But let's talk about a little bit about Workouts, why you got started there. And yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, I have a professional dance background, trained technically ballet, African dance, hip hop, tap, everything, you know, went to school for it. But soca is always my first love. I think the first time I can remember really being taken to Carnival, being taken to Carabana, specifically in Toronto, I think I was probably about 10 or 11 years old and I fell in love, absolutely fell in love. And how Walkout came about was that... I always wanted to find a way to share a piece of this culture with the masses because for me, uh, and I'm sure many of your listeners are similar, I have a running to-do list in my head at all times, all times. It's there when I wake up, it's there before I go to bed. And carnival, like actually being on the road, jumping up and fetting and all of that is the only time, Carrie Ann, that that to-do list goes away it is the only time. So it's like, you know, it's the complete free up. And I really wanted to find a way to kind of bottle up that feeling of freedom and share it with everyone. You know, we always like to joke, we, we Caribbean people always like to joke and say that Soca saves lives, right? Soca music can save the world. And I truly believe that. So it came from wanting to share this feeling of freedom with people Coupled with my dance expertise, my my fitness background, and I kind of married the two together and walkout was born.
0: All right. Lovely story. And we're going to dive into a couple of things you said. The the ever-running to-do list
1: <laughs>
0: and where we are now in the world, right? We've we're still in a pandemic. I've experienced walkout. Like two years ago, you did a demonstration for an event, and It seems simple, you know, but when we did the little thing, I was like, I was busting a sweat. I was like, my (laughs) gosh, you know. And the other day, I showed a friend the little snippet of that little demonstration we did at the event. And so my friend was like, wait, 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 which stage was this? Or like, no. (laughs) So, you know, for you, you know, walkout is really an in person experience, but now with COVID, you're going virtual. Talk to me a little bit about how this. This maybe accelerated a strategy you had or how you how quickly you had to pivot. And then we're gonna talk about the health stuff in terms of, you know, working out. So how much did you have to pivot? Was this did this accelerate any pre-existing plans? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: So it's interesting because I launched, I actually launched Walkout on demand in May 2019. Because I'd had people from all over the country, from other places in the world saying, Krista, you know, we don't live in New York. We don't live somewhere where I can take a walkout class in person. I want to take it online. So that was really the impetus for doing it last year, uh, May 2019. So, you know, I believe it was March 16th, we we got notification that gyms were shut down. Luckily, fortunately for me, I did not have to pivot that much because my workout on demand platform was already there at that point. I believe there were already 80 workouts on the platform at that point, but it definitely helped accelerate it. So initially I offered a 30 day free trial at the time when everything hit. I know a lot of people lost their jobs and I just wanted our people to keep moving their bodies no matter what. So, you know, I said, try it out for 30 days it's not a problem. And, uh, and a lot of those people stuck around. So in that sense, COVID definitely helped accelerate my platform. But fortunately for me, I did not have to scramble to get something together because I already had it in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that really shifted is how I continue to film content for the platform. You know, usually it's a team of three of us. And obviously that could no longer happen. So I now became choreographer, dancer, camera, camera (laughs) (laughs) editor, lighting person, everything all in one. So, you know, it's a lot of me running back and forth between the camera and and me filming, but you live and you learn. And I think if anything, 2020 has taught us is you make do and you make it happen.
0: For sure. I think I'm very careful or mindful how I make this statement. I'm not happy COVID is here, obviously, right. but through this process, I've learned a lot of lessons about slowing down, just being more mindful about things. So there are just a lot of things that I learned personally during this time. So great. So you started Walkout. How long has Walkout been in existence? What, eight years?
1: We're just over seven years. July was our seven year anniversary.
0: Okay. So you've been doing workout for over seven years, but dancing from your eye was your knee. Mm -hmm. And
1: (laughs) my mom said from the womb, she said she thought I was playing soccer, but clearly because I was kicking so much, but clearly she knows now that I was dancing. You sound like
0: my son who is (laughs) seven for real, for real. So you've been doing that. You didn't really have to do much of a pivot for COVID because you had people interested in doing workouts. Now, We're in COVID and everybody's home. We're all sitting. Sitting is not good for the body, but we're all sitting. And I'll be very honest. My challenge, and I think I told you, my challenge with working out is starting up again. Once you start up and you get in a routine, it's not a problem. But the energy just to get up and that first week or two is the hardest because you have to kind of push yourself to get in the routine. How are you finding people now kind of maintaining? Some kind of workout or I shouldn't say workout, even some level of activity beyond sitting, you right. know, during this time, because we can't really go to the gym. We're, we're very limited in movement. So what have you been finding that people have been doing in this time to keep active?
1: So I find it's really been up and down, but I have noticed a pattern just in general from all the different people I've spoken to is, you know, initially those first two months. People were excited to, okay, you know, I'm going to work out from home. They kept going. But then, you know, month, month three of the pandemic hits. New York gets really bad. And now and people are zoomed out. They're, they, they don't want to be looking at their screen anymore. They're realizing this is lasting longer. And I find it dropped off a little bit, you know. And I think that that's understandable. And I also think that people need to forgive themselves for that. Like, we're experiencing something that none of us have ever experienced in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. So I I do think there should be some forgiveness there. But, you know, I think once uh, it got, once summer came and we had the warmer weather, I found that a lot of people were starting to take their workouts outdoors. And once, especially in New York, we had the permission to hold socially distanced outdoor classes. uh, We've been able to do that as well. And then I have other people who never used to work out at home started doing workout on demand at home and now find they say that when the gyms open up, they're not going back because they've actually realized this is fitting with their schedule better They're when they go, you know, you, they might be nervous about potential risk of being in the gym. So for them, they're quite content with doing it at home. The other thing that I have noticed, though, is that especially during this time, people like shorter, you know, quicker workouts especially for 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 the parents who are now having to homeschool. Hello. Why <laughs> exactly? So you're having to homeschool. If you're fortunate enough to still have your job at this time, you're having to homeschool and now you have to squeeze in a workout. So all of that happening, I find that people are really gravitating to quick 15, 20 minute, 30 minute max workouts. If I hold an hour class online because I have been doing live Zoom classes I find that people will not commit as much to the full hour, but a quick 30 minutes, they're in, they get in, they get out. Like you said, even when we did that event, you're going to bust a sweat. We'll make sure we get the heart rate up. So it's just been, it's been very interesting to see kind of the collective pattern that has happened for everyone with it. And, And now I think as kids are going back to school, whether virtually or in person, now it's a it's a time where we'll all have to shift from our summer routine and figure out, okay, how is this going to work for us in the fall? And my number one piece of advice to anyone is just move your body every day. If all you can do is take a five-minute break and walk around the block for those five minutes, do it. It will do wonders for your spirit. It will do great things for your body. And that is the best piece of advice I can give. Even if you can't bust out a whole boot camp, a whole, a whole workout on demand, get up walk around the block for five minutes, if you can 10 minutes, great. Just get that get the blood flowing.
0: So you said people were doing 30 minute workouts. I was like 30 minute. As you know, I tried to walk out on the man. I'm like two songs, two songs <laughs> is about 1015 minutes. That's it. You know, that's it. That's all I got. Maybe one song, you know, mm-hmm. one song, maybe two, but 30. I don't have that.
1: <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you have it. You have it, Carrie Ann.
0: With the kids and work, it's just like... But that was my start. And that is my start. I'm just going to say, you know what? I said, you know, this is dancing to one song nonstop. And the idea is that you're like, oh, one song is not a problem. But, you know, when we go to a party, you know, you dance to one song, you do a little stush one, and then you stop, and then you do that. (laughs) When you're doing a workout or a walkout to a song, it is movement nonstop. And I think people think that oh you know a one song is not a problem no one song without stopping without breaking you're doing all the moves it's a different dynamic than being at a party and oh this is my song and you're doing a little cute hey what's going (laughs) on uh, like, what's I wine? No, this Absolutely. is nonstop. So for me, even going smaller with the bite size and maybe spreading them out throughout the day is a much better setup for me just mm-hmm. because of what I have going on with the kids. But you said something that it's important to move our body every day. Talk to me a little bit more specifically how this movement helps the mind and body.
1: Absolutely, yes. Of course, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a mental health counselor, or anything like that. But just to kind of just to break up your day. If you think about what your day is like, if you sit in front of your laptop, meeting after meeting all day, and you didn't move, but you're there for six hours of the day, how do you feel at the end of those six hours, you're drained, you're depleted, and you literally physically have not done anything. There's something about getting up and just walking around, even if it's marching around your house and or holding your hands up above uh, your head doing 10 jumping jacks it's like giving you a a new boost a new jump start you know and I find that movement you know because I can only speak for me because again I'm not a mental health professional me for me movement helps me get out of my head you know it helps me let go it helps me stop thinking about work for a moment. It helps me stop thinking about the admin work. It helps me stop thinking about the meeting I have to do. There's so much power in just putting on your favorite song and just dancing for three minutes and then going back to work. It completely shifts the energy and You know, I get a lot of feedback from my clientele and from people who've taken classes over the years or who've done Walkout On Demand. And Carrie-Anne, it's so interesting because the number one common thread in all of the feedback I get is that everyone says that it helps them get mentally free. It helps them free up. It helps them let loose. It helps them let go. And it's just about... Getting up and moving every part of the day, it's just getting up and moving at some point during the day, just helps, you know, switch up, switch up your patterns, switch up your thought patterns. So I think can be helpful for everyone. And for everyone, it might not be dance, right? Some people might want to move by, you know what, I'm going to take this quick break, drop and do 10 push push-ups, and then go back to work. You have to find the thing that's for you. For me and you, it might be, you know, jumping up and, and dancing to a song. I also like boxing. I love hitting things. So for me, you know, for me, punching a, I don't have a heavy bag here, but I have like a pillow that I can hit for, for if I wanted to practice, even doing that for 30 seconds just helps reinvigorate me. And then I'm able to go back to work and focus in a different way because I was just able to get some of that energy out rather than just sitting with it, you know? So what, what are, what are you
0: finding is the biggest misconception about working out in general? And now that we're in COVID, is that the same misconception or what are you finding? So biggest misconception about working out?
1: I, for me personally, I think the idea of no pain, no gain. A lot of the times pain, especially sharp shooting pain is indicative of injury. (laughs) So This idea of no pain, no gain, I think is very outdated. There's nothing wrong with soreness from working out, from normal workout soreness, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be in pain. I also think there's a misconception that you have to have a two-hour workout for it to be effective. In order for your workout to be effective, you have to meet your target heart rate. If you're meeting your target heart rate for a sustained period of time, your workout is effective period. So if that only takes you 20 minutes to do, if that takes you 30 minutes to do, if that takes you 15 minutes to do, your workout is effective. You don't have to work out for two hours to get in a great workout, the biggest misconception. What is an effective workout? Is it because you said to be
0: effective, but what is an effective workout?
1: Well, it's different for every single person there is no one workout that's you know that's kind of a cookie cutter workout that's great for everyone because we all have different body types we all have different body mass we're we're at different ages have different health concerns so for me i think an effective workout is a something that gets your heart rate up b something that helps you work through functional movement and when we talk about functional movement i mean what are the what are the exercises that you can do that can help you in your day to day living. For instance, people think doing squats is only effective for if you want to build up your glutes, if you want to build up your quads, get the nice slick and booty, all that. But squats help you sit down and stand Thin, up out yeah. of your chair, mm-hmm. right? That's a functional movement. When you do stuff overhead, Like with your arms raising up, especially as we get older, when you have to reach up to get something out of your cupboard, that is a functional movement. What is going to help you pick up your baby? That is a functional movement. So I think effective workouts are things that will help make your day to day life better. I like that answer your heart rate and functional movement.
0: And we take these things for granted now. But I I really like the idea. Um, I noticed, though, you didn't bring up weight loss in this and is working out still the don't want to put you on the spot. But I I feel like when people say they want to lose weight, they automatically think that I'm just going to work out. And my experience, my experience with my body is that my weight loss comes when I change my lifestyle overall that's eating differently, eating at a particular time of the day and nothing after. It is literally limiting the amount of sugary foods that I'm eating, drinking. So from a fitness health perspective, in your opinion, or maybe your personal experience, weight loss and working out, what's the new thoughts industry-wide around workouts and weight loss?
1: I'm not sure if there are new thoughts industry wide. There is a trend to there's definitely a trend among particular groups where the focus should not be on weight loss. I I don't focus on weight weight loss with workout. I focus on getting you feeling healthier. I focus on getting you off of your blood pressure medication. I focus on getting you walking up and down the subway stairs without panting or without, <laughs> your, without your knees hurting. And Carrie-Anne, I get people who come up to me and they're so excited to tell me Krista, I took the stairs at the 59th Street Columbus platform today. Ooh. You I- <laughs> How long that staircase is the
0: Broadway Junction staircase? <laughs> the
1: Broadway Junction staircase, right? The World Trade Center staircase. I have people who come up to me and say, Krista, I took those stairs today and it didn't even feel like anything. My knees don't hurt. I wasn't panting. I just bounced up the stairs like no problem. To me, that those are the goals that we're trying to hit. When it does, if you are trying to lose weight, the diet has to be, and I'm not saying be on a diet, but your eating habits have to work hand in hand with your workout. That is, you know, there there are plenty of studies about that. I can't speak on diet; I'm not a registered dietitian. But it is the combination of healthy eating and fitness that will get you to weight loss. You could work out every day and don't lose two hours weight. a day doing insanity workouts and doing all of these kinds of things. But if you are busting down some McDonald's every single day, it's not going to happen. You know, the reason why I asked you that question is, isn't really to put you on the spot, but there's this, there's this
0: intimidation people feel by the power workouters. If there's a word, Right. the people who are like the gym buffs, they're like going hard every day. And working out shouldn't be intimidating. It should be part of our regular lifestyle. I mean, I was very transparent that with COVID, with everything that was going on personally, family wise, health wise, it just felt like I would just, I just became stationary and Mm -hmm. I felt how it impacted my mind. And I I just said, I just need something to, to get me up and moving again in a way that I just don't feel any pressure to have flat abs and to be super skinny. And right. I remember I was talking to my mother-in-law because you we were talking about food. And she said, Carrie, you put on weight? I'm going to say, it's not a matter if me put on weight. The question is how much weight me put on? <laughs> right, right. Because I'm okay with that. I haven't really been moving. If I look at it, my um, mobility my functional movement has been reduced severely. I would get up every morning. Right. We're getting the kids ready. We would, even though I'm driving my son, dropping him off at school, I park at the train station. I'm walking on the subway. I'm walking 14th Street. I'm wa- I'm doing all of this movement to... Mm-hmm. All the movement that I do is get up from my bed, get dressed in the morning, go to the table, sit and then get up, maybe do some movements, but nothing compared to the intensity that I had January, February. And so how do I put that back in my life? And it was it was COVID that made me realize that. I was taking for granted all the movements that I was doing throughout the day, all the intentional steps of, oh, we're walking to the subway, we're doing this, I'm walking here. And when that has been eliminated from my life, that severely impacts my mood and just my energy just to get up and do anything. So we know people could try walk out and we'll drop the link for that. But what if someone was saying that I don't want to go on no computer and do the workouts, you know, someone who's like, "Eh, this is not for me. Um, What's another way that they could do really quick and easy workouts? I think you mentioned jumping jacks, but like, what are some other smaller activities they could do just to build some movement into their day?
1: Little ways to build movements into your day, Uh, a very easy way Put on your favorite song for three minutes, you know, get up from your chair as out, from doing work, put on your favorite song for three minutes and just dance around, do you know, just dance to the song for three minutes. Put your arms up above your head, wave them around, really, you know, shake things out. It's a great way to get movement going. And like you were mentioning earlier, do that several times a day, maybe pick an album you want to listen to. And every time you take a little work break, you dance to the next song on the album. And that's a very simple way. Another way, doing 10 jumping jacks. Another way, taking a walk around the block. Um, Another thing that I like doing is literally, uh, if you have a a sturdy chair, not like a couch, but like a a kitchen chair or something like that, sitting down and standing up from that chair 10 times.
0: That's an easy way to do squats.
1: It's an easy way to do squats. To do squats, I do work with the senior population, and that yes. is actually how we do them. Uh, do squats with them, and you just want to make sure your heels are planted into the ground, and you really and you don't use your hands to help you. You really sit down in the chair and stand, and and you don't rest and relax when you sit in the chair. You as as soon as you so hit your butt chair, hit the chair, you get up. <laughs> as soon as your butt hits the chair, you come up. It's not break time in between each one, but those are all really simple ways. Even just. Carry on. even just standing up and like doing ankle circles and then reversing the direction, you know, doing wrist circles, opening and closing your fingers, squeezing them. These are all little ways that you can just make sure the joints don't get stiff, you know. If you want more active movement than that, I definitely, you know, jumping jacks are a quick, easy way. You could do jump rope without a jump rope, right? Like just use your hands at the Pretend, side like you, yes. jump, like you have a jump rope mm-hmm. and do that for. 30 seconds, you know, put a little timer on, do it for 30 seconds, and then back to work. And if if you commit to taking 5 to 10 three-minute breaks throughout your day, whether it's to dance to a song, to walk around the block, to do the standing up and sitting down, by the end of the day, you've done a 15 to 20-minute workout without even thinking about or 15 to 30-minute workout without even thinking about it.
0: For sure. As you were saying all those things, if there was a camera, you would see me like hands above the <laughs> head, waving in the air like you just don't care. Ooh, I could do head rolls. Ooh, ankle rolls. <laughs> I was doing all of that while you were you doing do
1: body rolls. You could do yes. It all.
0: <laughs> Like doing body rolls. No, I'm really, really excited that you're on the show because I really think it's important, you know, especially for our audience as we get also in the winter months here in the Northeast. You know, we have to figure out some way to build in some movement and routine and activity into our day because believe me, I feel the stress of not working out or moving. Let me back up not necessarily working out, but moving to the level I was moving around in right. January. Right. So I, we're going to drop the link on trying workout. And if you're like mm, the TV workout thing, our computer workout thing, isn't for me. And I get white people. They're like, I have to set up my computer. My little computer is too small. I can't see the screen, how I'm going to get space to jump up all of that stuff. But as an alternative, you know, Krista just listed out a bunch of things that you could try. We'll include that in the show notes as well. So we talked about health, but as an entrepreneur, what is next for you in these pretty uncertain times?
1: So of course I'm continuing to work on or create content, I should say, for the walkout on demand platform. I will also be expanding my walkout instructor network because I do hold walkout instructor trainings. So other people can teach their own walkout classes. So I actually held my first virtual training back in May. And I'm thinking pandemic COVID, I honestly didn't think anyone would sign up. Uh, it was just kind of something that I that I tried out and we had a lot of signups. So I'm going to be doing another workout instructor training this fall. And the other thing that I recently launched is actually a mentorship program, a three-month mentorship program for anyone who is either currently a fitness instructor and really wants to grow their brand or their business, or anyone who wants to become a fitness instructor and has no idea where to start and how to kind of break into the industry so between the instructor training program and the mentorship program and still creating content for walkout on demand and still you know staying in touch with my walkout community it's there's still a lot happening keeping
0: busy is one way to go and i you know much success to you and Walkout. i really enjoyed the program Whether you have your flag or a rag or a hand towel, you'll you'll have a really good workout. And what I like about the platform, I I I just look for the songs that I like, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna dance to this one. And (laughs) you know, it was it was really I wouldn't say surprising, but it was like really what my body needed. My body was like, oh, what's this? Right. Let's go. And just doing that and building from that, even with this, anything that you start to do, just build up from that. It is good for your mental And mental health, it's a release. It's a stressor, the endorphins and all that good stuff. And also just building some more movement into or now at home activities. Mm -hmm. And also just this was also a really good story about how you as an entrepreneur are navigating these uncertain times for you. Fortunately, you had started to put things in place, but you are also looking to see how you're going to adapt and move forward word as time goes on so I really thank you for coming on and sharing do you have any last words you want to share with your audience before we end this um, conversation
1: well first of all thank you so much for having me and and I'm I'm so glad we're able to have this confer- this conversation uh the, I think the thing the, the last words I'm going to leave you with it's they're not actually my words they're uh, a friend of mine in the industry always says this. She says, work out because you love your body, not because you hate it. Wow. And same thing with eating. Eat healthy because you love your body, not because you hate it. And I think it's just such a mindset shift. And it's something that even I remind myself of all the time. Like, am I doing this because I love myself or am I doing this because I hate myself? And I think when you come from a place of loving yourself and loving your body and wanting to nourish your body and treat your body right, um... It can also shift how you approach the workouts. So I think I think that's where I want to leave it.
0: <laughs> Very powerful way to end this episode. And until next time, do some walkout and walk good. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience. We post new episodes every two weeks. And if you want to learn more, buy merchandise, or sign up for a newsletter, check out our website, carryonfriends.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.